ಕೃಷ್ಣೋರಕ್ಷರಾಚರಗುರು ನಮಸ್ತೇ ಸದಾ ಕೃಷ್ಣೇನೈವ ಸುರಕ್ಷಿತೃಷ್ಣಾಯತ್ತ ಮನಃ ಕೃಷ್ಣಸಮುದ್ಭವೋ ಮಮ ವಿಭೋ ಕೃಷ್ಣಸ್ಯಸೋಸ್ಮ್ಯಹಂ ಕೃಷ್ಣೇ ಭಕ್ತಿರಚಂಜಲಾಸ್ತು ಭಗವನ್ ಹೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣತುಭ್ಯಂ ನಮಃ ಹೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣತುಭ್ಯಂ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣಾಯ ಬರಬ್ರಹ್ಮಣ್ಯೇ ನಮಃ ವೆರಿ ಹ್ಯಾಪಿ ಟು ಸ್ಟಾರ್ಟ್ ಶ್ರೀಮನ್ನಾರಾಯಣೀಯಂ ರಿಟರ್ನ್ ಬಾಯ್ and before <coughs> starting the text introduction <coughs> to the author to the idol to the temple so these are three things who is the author what is this idol that is installed in the temple <coughs> and the very temple itself how it came into existence these three things we'll see and then we'll enter into the text so when bhagwan krishna lived in dwaraka he himself worshipped an idol that idol is the same idol in guruvayur temple now this was the idol was given to him brahma ji lord vasudeva vishnu gave to brahma ji brahma ji gave this to prishni sutapa prishni and sutapa prishni became kashyapa and atiti and third life they became <coughs> vasudeva and devaki so this sutapa and prishni they performed great tapas and as a result bhagwan appeared bhagwan asked what is the boon that you want they said we want a son like you so bhagwan said there is nobody like me so i will come myself that there is a rule in dana when you give a gift there is a dana there is a dana rule also there what is that suppose somebody ask you this is what i want and bhagwan let us say bhagwan appear and ask you ask of a boon what do you want and then you ask a boon and that bhagwan cannot give that then what bhagwan's duty is whatever that he gives he has to give three times <laughs> that's the rule so sutapa and prishni asked i want a son like you and bhagwan could not give that he says there is nobody like me 
So Bhagavan said, I will become your son myself. Not only one time, but three times. That is how the three times happened. So Prishni and Sutapa got Bhagavan as their son. Then Kashyapa and Aditi got Bhagavan as their son, Vamana Avatara. The, the, the first one was Prishni Garbha. That was the name. It comes in Bhagavatam, the story. Then the third life, of course, Bhagavan Krishna. So this idol was handed over from Bhagavan Vishnu himself to Brahmaji. Brahmaji handed over to Sutapa and Prishni. Prishni handed over to, not handed over, it came into the family. It was there in the family. You cannot say they handed over to the next life, you can't say that. So it was there in the family. They happened to be born in the same family. So therefore they inherited that idol. And the third life also they inherited. And after Vasudeva, actually Bhagavan Krishna himself was worshipping this idol. When Dwaraka went to into the water after Bhagavan's Surgarohan, Surgarohan we can say, he went to his own abode. Because Surgarohan is a lower, <laughs> Surgam is the lower level. But uh, the Bhagavan's place is, Vaikuntha is much higher. So Vaikuntha Loka Prapti, once he uh, departed from this world, the Dwaraka went into water, <coughs> ocean. And the the idol was floating in the water, ocean water, and um, whether Dwaraka was there or not, it is historically proven now. All the geologists have excavated the remnants of Dwaraka. So it is a proof that Krishna was not a myth, he was a reality. So, so too Rama. <coughs> so. This idol was floating and before leaving, <coughs> Bhagavan instructed Uddhava. Uddhava was his close devotee and minister and Uddhava was the only one survived. And there is an Uddhava Gita also in the end of Bhagavatam and end of Narayanam also you will see that. So that Uddhava was instructed that you should take this idol and install in a very holy place. With the help of Brihaspati, the Deva Guru and Vayu Devata. With the help of Brihaspati and Guru. Brihaspati is Guru. Vayu Devata is Vayu. So Guru Vayu. Ur means place, state, uh, village. <coughs> so, <coughs> that is how the name came Guru Vayur. <coughs> the one installed by Guru and Vayu. <coughs> so, this idol was installed by the great personage like Guru and Vayu Bhagavan with the help of Uddhava in Parashirama Kshetra. Kerala is known as Parashirama Kshetra. Why? Because 
it is believed that Parashurama created Kerala. Parashurama went round and killed 22 rounds, the Kshatriyas. And ultimately, whether you are an avatara or not, killing is a killing. So atone the sin of killing. The best dhanam is, prachitam is bhūdhanam. You gift land to brahmanas. This is one of the best atonement of sin. So then Parashurama went around and asked, because he killed all Kshatriyas, Kshatriyas won't give. <laughs> he said, you are the one, our enemy number one, so how can we give you land? Because all the land belongs to Kshatriyas. So then he decided he will create his own land. So he threw his axe into the Arabian Sea. The sea gave way. And it looks like, you know, nowadays they have reclaimed the land and all that. Reclamation. Kolaba and other places. So it's a reclaimed land. So Kerala is created by Parashurama. Now, when you created a land, you don't have people to stay there. So he migrated people from Punjab. <laughs> so, I, Kerala Brahmanas, he has given gifted to Brahmanas. So, those Brahmanas were Punjabi Brahmanas. You know. Most of them were Punjabi Brahmanas. UP Brahmanas, from north only they all came. North, UP Brahmanas, Punjabi Brahmanas, they came. That's why all these Nampudris, their style of chanting is different. <coughs> Even though they chant Vedas, but their chanting style is different. Anyway, I'm not getting into that now. Sahasara Purusha, Sahasraksha, Sahasravat, Sabhuvim, Shadovutva, Devista, Sangulam. This is how they chant. So mantra is Sahasra Jirasha Purusha Sahasraksha Sahasravat Sadhuvim Shatovrtva Tyadishtatya Shankulam. This is Agama Sampradaya. But here slightly different. Now afterwards others also came and joined. So this Parashurama Kshetra is considered very holy. And therefore, and they also saw Lord Shiva dancing. <coughs> that there is a nearby Guruvayur, there is a temple, Shiva Kshetra, it is supposed to be very auspicious. Lord Shiva himself is residing there. So when they saw that, they thought that this is the best place. So they installed this idol. Therefore, it is called <coughs> Guruvayur. Now, in Treta Yuga, towards the end of Treta Yuga, in Bhagavatam, there is a mention about in the seventh canto. Bhagavan's another avatara is called Archa avatara. So, Bhagavan used to go to places. Until then, people were worshipping human beings. Guru, 
worship bhagwan himself they used to worship but afterwards it became difficult for the guru to accept worship directly from people because i have seen when i used to go with gurudev our gurudev people used to worship him wash his feet pada puja and when it is a cold season they put what hot water <laughs> boiling hot water and when it is a cold a winter season a summer season cold ice cold water not only that they make mala and keep it fresh they put it in the refrigerator then as soon as he come 5 minutes before they take out from the fridge and then put it on him and it is your shivering cold and then also they put a bit you know wash feet with milk curd yogurt that and this and all that then what happens so in between the finger this thing will go and stick and i have seen fungus growth in between his feet because it's not clean properly sometimes so bhagwan also must have gone through the same situation <laughs> so he decided i will take avatara as archa avatara so idol <laughs> so idol worship came afterwards bhagwan himself created these idols so that you worship this idol because these are all murtis stone or panchaloha etc they won't complain whether it is hot water or cold water <laughs> so but at the same time prana pradishta is that <coughs> the idols are looked upon as live gods it is not just idol alone the same way for bhattatri narayana bhattatri here the author for him krishna the idol of krishna in guruvayur temple was not just an idol it was a living god himself <laughs> now the <clears throat> stala mahima is parikshit maharaja was cursed by a brahmana boy that he will be killed by tatchaka seventh day so immediately all the rishis came and blessed him and sukumarshi came and parichit asked what is that a person should do when he is about to die so sukumarshi said ishwara chintanam bhagavasmaranam so what is the best way of remember him listening to his stories so sugamarshi started narrating the stories of bhagwan at the end of it he was realized the soul he said i am no more in this body let tatchaka come and kill me i have no fear he has conquered the fear of death in the meantime what happened was tatchaka was coming for biting this parichit along with him there was a brahmana also was coming so he asked both yatri tatchaka was disguised as a brahmana 
So both of them started conversation. He said, where are you going? He said, I am going to Parishat Maharaj. For what? I heard Kachara is coming to bite you. So Kachara asked, what? so what? Why are you going there? He said, when he bites him, I have the power to cure him. Eh? You have that much power? Yes. So Tathra immediately assumed his real form and wet one banyan tree. The banyan tree became ashes in no time because of the power of his poison. Brahmana was not at all uh, scared or moved. So he took some water from his kamandalu, did some japa and sprinkled that water in the ashes. The tree came back. This wonder, when Tatshaka saw, he was amazed. He said, what will you get, you know, when you do this? The Brahmana said, the, the king will give me a lot of wealth. Tatshaka said, that is all you want, I will give you double. So Tatshaka gave him three times more than the king gives, send him back. Now, this was really mean, isn't it? So when Janamejaya, the son of Parichit, heard this story, he did not like it because somebody, you want to bite, you bite, okay, but somebody was coming to cure, why do you stop him? It was really mean, very evil of this Tachaga. So he was furious and he engaged some tantric priests and this tantric vidya they have invoked each sarpa and he conducted a sarpa yadya and calling by name they came and he offered them into the fire killed them finally the term of tatshaka came tatshaka was frightened because those rituals were powerful when they invoke with the mantra and call their name, they have to come. So he hid behind the crown the, the, of uh, Indra, king of gods. Now these people then, uh, the Janamejaya was asking the Ritvik, what happened? To whom we are doing this? That person is not here. What is the use? Call him. When they saw he is hiding behind Indra, then they informed he is hiding behind Indra. Then Jeremiah said, Call both of them. <laughs> so they invoked both of them. Indra had no choice, he had to come. He came along with Takshaka. And when they came, appeared before, he was about to be offered into Akuti. At that time, Brahmaji appeared there. He didn't want uh, Indra to be offered as a Ahuti. <laughs> so Indra is Vishwara Samsha, so therefore he cannot do that. So he came and stopped Janamejaya saying that, See, if your father wanted to be alive, he could have been alive. He had the power even to stop Tatshaka. But he did not choose to do so, or even he could have requested Sugamarashi to stop him. Sugamarashi also said, I will stop it <coughs> if you want. If you have any other question, I will stop it. But he said, no. 
he attained mukti he was free from the body identity so why are you taking revenge and unnecessary killing innocent jeevas therefore stop this so listening to brahma ji he stopped this <coughs> what do you call the yatna sarpa yatna but then takshaka being takshaka he was furious he cursed janameja a sarpa shapam is in the form of leprosy so immediately the king was afflicted with leprosy he didn't know what to do at that time there was no cure and the traveling brahmana informed him that if you go to this temple stay there for 41 days praying to lord krishna he will cure you so the king janameja with his wife came and stayed in the temple 41 days taking the prasadam from eating the prasadam from the temple and living there nearby and after 41 days he was totally cured and that king janameja is the one who built the sanctum sanctorum of today's temple there now the author his name is melpattu narayana bhattathiri he was born in 1560 ad so as a second son of madrudatta he was born in ponnani district kerala today ponnani is all muslims no more hindus there patadri studied sanskrit and the vedas under his guru madhava madhava odikkan madhavan odikkan odikkan means the one who studied vedas his elder brother damodaran taught him tarka shastra and his father batta mimamsa batta mimamsa in purva mimamsa purva mimamsa means rituals the first portion of vedas rituals ka mimamsa means analysis purvamsa uttara mimamsa there are two things one mimamsa is written by uh jaimini vyasa's disciple mimamsa means analysis then uttara mimamsa is vedanta it is written by vyasa himself so this mimamsa batta mimamsa batta uh, kumarilla batta kumarilla batta was the one 
became disciple of Shankara later, became Sureshwaracharya, the first Shankaracharya of Shankari Matam. Now at the age of 18, Narayana Bhattatiri happened to come across Achyudapisharadi's niece and he fell in love with her, he wanted to marry her. So the marriage was olden days in Nambudri families, Nambudri means Brahmana family, Kerala Brahmanas are called Nambudris. And in their family, the first son will marry in Manduri family. The second, third, fourth, fifth sons, they can marry others. They are open. That is the rule. So, he could marry. This Pisharadi is a person who their profession is making mala and cleaning the, the temples and preparing for the puja. That was their profession. So this Pisharati's niece was a very beautiful girl and he wanted to marry her. Marriage took place and after marriage he became so engrossed with her that he forgot. He used to get up very late. He didn't even take bath properly. Everything was forgotten. One day, but Pisharadi was a great scholar, an astrologer and very uh, highly recognized uh, Vedantic scholar, grammar, etc. So one day he was sitting there and teaching astrology to his students and Bhattadari got up very late with a sleepy face he came out and he saw these people sitting there. He jumped over them because the bathroom is, you know, the Kerala houses, bathrooms are not attached to the bathroom. is in other place. So he has to go to the bathroom. So he jumped over and went. It irritated actually this Pisharadi. And he just said, what a pity. A boy born in a high family, like a Brahmana family is endowed with brilliance and he is wasting his time. He heard that. After taking bath, he came back and he said, Magnam Maha Mohamaye Mahapto Mandam Mahatman Mamatakulena Kripapayote Manasuttaramam Kuttonduvam Jnanamayam Prapannam he said, O ocean of compassion, kindly offer the raft of knowledge from your mind, overflowing with affection, and uplift this dull-witted and unfortunate one who is immersed in the sea of ignorance. Magnam Mahamohamaye Mahabdo Mandam Mahatman Mamatagulena. So even that time he could compose verses like this. And when this Pisharadi heard, he was pleased. He accepted him as his disciple. And from that day onwards, it was a turning point in the Patadri's life. 
he started studying grammar and the panini grammar paniniya vyakaranam then alankara shastras many other works like alankara shastra exposition usage of figures of speech alankara shastra with the guidance from pisharadi guru and shishya developed very close relationship and he used to admire his guru at the same time the guru also had great affection for his disciple after some time pisharadi developed paralysis called pachapada one side whole side he cannot move pisharadi himself was an ayurvedic physician he tried to treat himself with the help of others but he could not cure then he was also an astrologer he found out what exactly the reason through astrology he found out that the disease is because of his prarabdha past karmas most of our diseases are because of our past karmas only except little cold and things like that is local but other other this kind of serious diseases they are all prarabdha so what is the solution that also he knew prayachitta karma is to be done now what is prayachittam he says suppose you hand over there is a ritual for it with that ritual if you hand over your disease to another person who receives who is willing to receive then the disease can be transferred and they found out it has to be a proper brahmana and they found out that patadri can receive <laughs> and patadri out of his love for his guru he accepted it and then guru was really in trouble and he was in the kind of death bed at that time he composed a verse his guru kaye sihitadi kandarodi nigafe kunthe chavani pate jikvayam drishi jivite jigamishe shwase shanaishyamati samyati agatya swayameva nakkarunaya कार्त्यायनी कामुकः कर्णे वर्णयतात्पवार्णवभयात् उद्धारकम् अप टू दिस ओनली ही कंपोस्ट ही सेस काये सीतदि खंडरोति निकफे कुंठे च वाणी पते ओ लॉर्ड माय बॉडी इज टोटली गॉन वोन आउट कंप्लीटली Khandarodhi nikafe, kantha, the throat is filled with kapha, flam. Jikhvayam drishi jivite jigamishe shwase shanei shyamati. And this life breath that I am breathing 
that is also slowly, slowly, slowly slowing down Shambhati. Therefore, O Lord, Agatya Sayameva Karunaya. O Lord, please come personally. <laughs> Karunaya with your compassion. I know you are a compassionate Lord. Please come yourself. Because I have heard whoever dies in Kashi, you come and whisper the mantra in the ears of the dying person. I will not be able to make a pilgrimage to Kashi now. Therefore, Kartyayani Vallabha Kamukaha. You are the beloved of Kartyayani. <coughs> Kartikeya's mother. Kartyayani. So, please come yourself. Karne Varnayata Bhavarnava Bhayad. Uddharakam. So this much only. That may you come and whisper in my ears that mantra which uplift the soul to the Lord. That mantra you chant. But he did not say what mantra. He could not say that. He could say only that. And Bhattadri heard this and he came and completed. Uddharakam Tarakam <laughs> he added that Tarakam. Tarakam mantra is Rama mantra. <coughs> so, afterwards, <coughs> this transfer took place. <coughs> After the transfer, Bhattadri developed Vataroga and Pisharadi was relieved of Vataroga. He gained his health. And then someone told him that if you go to Guruvayur temple, and stay there, you will be cured. And Bhattadari <coughs> prayed to Lord Krishna, if I am able to reach there, O oh Lord, please help me to reach there, because he was not even able to walk. So, as a result of prayer, he was able to reach the temple with the help of his brother, younger brother. <coughs> and, uh, and he was sitting there, he was thinking what is to be done. <coughs> At that time there was a great poet saint whose name was Tunchat Ilpacha. Malayalam language, the very language itself is, some, sometimes people say the father of the language is Ilpacha. He was the one who contributed it. He translated Bhagavadam, Ramayanam, Mahabharatam, all of them he translated into Malayalam. <coughs> he calls it as Klippat. His story is also another story. I don't want to get into that now. Let us stay with Pattadri. <coughs> and he was a great friend of Pattadri, so he send a word to him, what is to be done, please advise. So in his jovial way, Ertachan said, start with fish, you know, send a word. And that person, the messenger went, he was a little shocked, because he is a Brahmana, he doesn't touch fish. <laughs> Kerala Brahmana, okay. Bangali Brahmana is taking fish. <laughs> He considered it is uh, visitable. <laughs> so, 
he was a little frightened how to convey the message and he asked, hey, tell me, what is it? So he said, start with fish, he said, oh, I see. But then he immediately understood. He is advising me to narrate the sporty story of Bhagavan starting with Malsyavatara. So, <coughs> after that, Bhattadari started composing every day ten, ten verses. It's called Deshakam. Ten, ten verses summarizing Bhagavadam. Now, Bhagavadam means eighteen thousand verses. These eighteen thousand verses, Bhattadari has condensed into 1036 verses. And if you read both, you will see the beauty of it. The beauty is that while summarizing, he has not sacrificed the main theme. Even details that given by Vyasa in many verses he summarized in one line or sometimes two words, <laughs> but he has not compromised even small details. That's the beauty of his composition. And it seems that, of course, Bhattadari looked upon this idol as life, God, and therefore Whenever he was in doubt, he always used to get a nod from the idol. <laughs> and it is said that one time Bhattadri was totally confused describing one avatara, that is Narasimha avatara. Narasimha avatara, he said, Lord, I have not seen that form, I will not be able to describe that form. And it is believed that Bhagavan appeared from a pillar and showed him the form. And afterwards when Bhattadari described that form, it is unique actually. In his composition it is unique. Because he is seeing that form and describing. The small details that he has gone into, it is not there in Bhagavatam also. <laughs> and finally, <coughs> On completion, he had the vision of Bhagavan. Lord Krishna himself appeared before him. And looking at that form, he described, Keshadipada Varnana is there. From top to bottom, he describes in details. Finally, he requests Bhagavan, O oh Lord, I have described your glory without knowing your glory. <laughs> Please forgive me. Now, this is a brief introduction. <coughs> and in Bhagavadam, it starts with Janmadhyasya Yataha. Start with the Brahma Sutra, one of the sutras. Second sutra in Brahma Sutras, Janmadhyasya Yataha. Satyam Param Dhimahi. It ends with Satyam Param Dhimahi. So the whole teaching is Satyam Jnanam Anantam Brahma. 
So the entire Bhagavatam is an explanation of that supreme truth. Who is in the form of Satchidananda? That is the first verse, introduction itself in Bhagavatam. It is that. Now, you will see the same introduction here also by Bhattadri. Now, I will ask Nirmala to chant. You can follow her afterwards. I don't know. Or you can look at the book now. <coughs> the first verse. ಸಾಕ್ಷಾತ್ಗುರುಪವನಪುರೆ ಹಂತ ಭಾಗ್ಯಂ ಜನಾಂ ಯತ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ದಟ್ ವಿಚ್ ಈಸ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಸಾಂದ್ರ ಆನಂದ ಅವಬೋಧ ಆತ್ಮಕಂ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಸಾಂದ್ರ ಆನಂದಂ ಇನ್ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಸ್ಯಾಟ್ ಪ್ರಜ್ಞಾನ ಖನ ಸೊ ಆಸ್ ಇಫ್ ದಟ್ ಆನಂದಂ that bliss when it is solidified as though solidified so sandra ananda let us say there is something called ananda that ananda becomes solidified that solidified ananda sandra ananda avabodha bodha means jnanam so satyam jnanam anandam ಅನಂತಂ ಆನಂದ ದಟ್ ಆನಂದ ಸಾಂದ್ರಾನಂದೋಧಾತ್ಮಕ ದಿಸ್ ಐಡಲ್ ಈಸ್ ದಟ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ವಿಚ್ ಈಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ನಥಿಂಗ್ ಬಟ್ ದ ಸಾಲಿಡಿಫೈಡ್ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಆಫ್ ಆನಂದ ಆಂಡ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ತತ್ವಂ ಅನುಪಮಿತ ವಿಚ್ ಈಸ್ ತತ್ವ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ರಿಯಲ್ ಎಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಟ್ರೂತ್ that truth anupamitam anupamitam means no comparison incomparable there is no upama tulanam anupamitam tattvam anupamitam kaladeshavadithyam nirmuktam so that which has no comparison 
is explained here how because kalataha deshataha vastutaha avachinnam vedaha there is this paramartha tattvam the truth is not conditioned by time not conditioned by space not conditioned by object so you cannot say bhagwan is available only certain time only in the temple they say that because the pujari want to take a break there is not that bhagwan want a break no after lunch you cannot see him there is nothing like bhagwan is always there there is no time he is not there desa a place only in himalayas it is available only in chetras punit chetras bhagwan is available only in the temple bhagwan is available no he is available everywhere all places then also vastu vedam also you cannot say because bhagwan is available only in this form the vaishnava devotees way bhagwan is available only vishnu form anything else is sacrilege shiva shiva devotees is a lord shiva alone is god <laughs> and rama bhaktas rama alone is devotees like that each one of us will say this alone is my god especially semitic religion they think that their god alone is god nothing else no you cannot condition him with one particular form because all forms are his forms ah without him there is no form can exist therefore he is at the same time he is free from all form <coughs> he is free from time space and forms kala deshavadhyam nirmukta the one who is free from nirmukta means liberated muktaha free from kala desha so adi adi etc is the vastu arjata kala desha padibhyam nigam sata sahasrena nirbhasyamanam but at the same time even though the lord is beyond space time and object but he is described in the vedas nigama sahasra sahasra means thousands thousands of scriptures describe his glory <laughs> nigama sata sahasrena nirbhasyamanam well expounded but with difficulty <laughs> nigama sahasrena nirbhasyamanam aspashtam even though his glories are described in thousands of scriptures in many ways but still it is aspashtam unclear because that is why if you think that the library books are available let me read and understand you will not get it aspashtam the self readers they will have problem connecting it unless 
there is a guru to help you. Aspashtam. Uru purusharthakam. Uru means the highest. Purusharthatmakam. Purushartha we have Chaturvita Purusharthas, Dharma, Artha, Kama, Moksha. So among the Purusharthas, which is the Uru, Uru means highest Purushartha. Highest Purushartha is Moksha. So Uru Purusharthatmakam. What is that? <coughs> Brahmatattvam. Brahmatattvam is the highest Purushartha. And Drishtamatre Punaha. So, that is another beautiful expression. Even though when you read the scriptures, the scriptures reveal the nature of truth, but it may not be clear to us. Why? Because we have not chosen the Lord to be the highest God. We are reading it as a book. We are reading to understand as an intellectual curiosity. As long as it has become an intellectual trip, Bhagavan will never get revealed. You can always say, I studied this Upanishad, I studied that Upanishad, I have done that. And you can make a list of items. And pride yourself, you have covered all that. But, Bhagavat Tattam still become Aspashtam. Drishtamatre Punaruru Purusharthatmakam Vitisa. So, that Purushartha, the ultimate Purushartha, Moksha alone I want. In fact, among Chaturvita Purusharthas, the highest Purushartha is Sakshatkara, Ishra Sakshatkara. And that alone I want, nothing else I want. In this, with this decision in mind, one reads the scriptures, one makes inquiries, he will be able to realize. <laughs> so, Drishtamatram. So, Drishtamatre Punaha Urupurusharthatmakam Brahmatattam Aspashtam Drishtamatre Punarurupurusharthatmakam Brahmatattam Tattavat Bhadi Tattavat Bhadi Satchat and once you realize the truth, when you look around, what you see, that alone you will see. <laughs> that tavat, that and that alone shines right in front of your eyes. Number one. And that Brahmadattam, what you have realized as Satchidananda Sarubhatma, that Brahmadattam is shining. Guru Pavanapure Antabhagyam Jananam That Brahmadattam alone <coughs> is shining in this temple, Guruvayur temple. That Brahmadattam alone is shining in this idol. 
and he says hanta bhagyam janana what a blessing to the humanity hanta bhagyam janana जनानाम भाग्य इट इज द ग्रेटेस्ट फॉर्च्यून हाउ फॉर्चुनेट दिस ह्यूमन बीइंग्स आर दैट ब्रह्म तत्व विच इज डिफिकल्ट टू ग्रास्प इन एन अनप्रिपेयर्ड माइंड वन कैन नॉट ग्रास्प बिकॉज इट डजेंट हैव अ फॉर्म नो एट्रीब्यूट that very same attributeless brahman as assumed a form as though and it is here living in guru ayur temple aho bhagyam that is the greatest fortune <coughs> andavakyam jananam so you can see the meaning there very beautifully given dabagyam jananam brahman which is pure existence consciousness bliss which is without parallel comparison which is absolutely free from the limitation of time and space which is always free from the control of maya which is very well explained by innumerable statement in the upanishad but is yet not clearly grasped by a mere study of the upanishad but the realization of whose identity with one's own self is what constitute the highest purushartha namely liberation from the cycle of birth and death that very brahman is present in concrete form in the temple of guruayur in the form of lord krishna this is indeed a great good fortune for the people antavakyam jananam <coughs> now that is the case why people worship other gods <laughs> the second verse evam durlabhya vastunyapi sulabhataya hastalabheyadanyate ಅನ್ವಾಚಾತಿಯಾಶ್ರಯಾ ಏವಂದುರ್ಲಭ್ಯವಸ್ತುನ್ಯಸುಲಭತೆಯಸ್ಪುಟೇಯಂತೋಸ್ಥಿರಧರಮನಸಾ ವಿಶ್ವೀಡಾವಹತ್ಯೈಶಾತ್ಮನಮೇನಂಭವನಪುರಾಶಮೇ ಪಶ್ಯಾಮ ದುರ್ಲಭ್ಯವಸ್ತು ದಿಸ್ ದುರ್ಲಭ್ಯವಸ್ತು 
when this vastu object is durlabham very rare the durlabha vastu can be explained in many ways durlabha vastu is brahman is durlabha vastu very difficult to gain or you can say human birth is also durlabham very durlabham trayameveshi etat devanugrahahetukam manushyatvam mukshutvam mahapurusha samshreha saint veshwaravani bhagavan shankaracharya three things are very durlabham very rare one is human birth hey not only that you are born as a human being but the person who is endowed with humane qualities that is also durlabham manushyatvam mumukshutvam and that also very rare to have desire to gain moksha this desire also very rare then even if you have that desire but want somebody is there to help you mahapurusham sreha association of the mahatmas that also very rare <coughs> so here you can interpret as human birth also as uh, durlabham or bhakti that that the kindle bhakti kindled in the heart that is also durlabham or bhagavatam itself is a durlabha vastu says <laughs> so yes you may read so many books but bhagavatam to get engrossed in bhagavatam it is very rare so you can take it any one of them evam durlabhya vastuni hastalabde sulabhadaya <coughs> now we can interpret as that brahman in the form of krishna here it is so easily available hastalabde sulabhadaya is made available at hand with considerable ease sulabhadaya very easily made available to you what in the form of krishna api janaha bhajati even then <clears throat> human being worships or pursues tatanva vacha diyava with his body words or even mind anyat <clears throat> anyat he can be can interpret as deities different deities other than krishna krishna bhaktas can say that other gods you should not worship but that is not the meaning here anyat here means worldly objects because leaving this bhagwan worshiping the bhagwan instead of worshiping him what is our mind goes for what worshiping the pleasures in the world outside <laughs> so anyat can be interpreted as anyavasanas so other than bhagwan we are thinking about pursuing the path of pleasure anyat <coughs> iti yat if that happens iyam spashta chudrata eva this is but base nature indeed chudrata eva it is a low class is <laughs> it is chudrata it is very low class pursuit to ete vayam tavat but here we on our part we here means here patadri says on his part <coughs> or patadri is including us also 
we because we are reading varanium so we think we are also pursuing that so he is adding us together on our part sthiratara manasa aashrayamaha sthiratara manasa firmly focused mind aashrayamaha do seek refuge enam in this god who shines effulgently in front of me as guru ayrappan guru pavanapuradisham eva the lord guru pavanapuram <coughs> guru and vayu guru pavana 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 tisra means subjectively guru is the body pavana means vayu so this body the breathing body is called guru pavana <laughs> and the lord of this breathing body is what paramatma <laughs> and that paramatma alone i seek i take refuge one meaning subjective another meaning is that bhagwan krishna who is shining in front of me as that sachidananda brahma that alone i seek refuge i'm not interested in anything else no other pursuit is a pursuit all right we'll stop here i know you want to continue but stop ಪೂರ್ಣಮದ 